0: Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 61 of Better Regulate Than Never. I bet all of you have heard of the five second rule that says if you drop something on the floor, if you pick it up within five seconds, it's okay to eat it. You can hear people say five seconds when you drop something on the floor. I suppose the theory is that if you pick it up really fast, bacteria and germs don't have a chance to contaminate it. They actually studied this and found that bacteria can stick to something immediately. So the five second rule isn't really a safe one, but everyone seems to know about it and some probably believe in it. For me, it depends on what floor I have dropped it on. If it was a bathroom floor, forget it. Or even a floor in a public place, I think would be too gross. But my own floor at home, I probably wouldn't worry about it very much. <laughs> Not that my floors are clean, but um, I would just feel better because they the f- my floors at my house, those are my germs, so I don't worry about it so much. It also depends on how hungry I am. I eat an apple at lunch every day, and I love my apple. It's like my favorite thing. I want to eat every bit of it. And of course, uh, every day I cut all the blemishes off because I don't like bruises or weird brown cuts in it. I also don't like the core part and like where the seeds are. There's like that kind of harder part that holds the seeds. I cut all that stuff off because I don't like it. I want my pieces of apple to be perfect. So I hold them over the trash and cut out all these little things that I don't like before I eat it. And a couple of times while I was doing this, the piece has fallen into the trash and I want to eat all of my apple because I love it. I don't want to miss out on any of it. So i those couple of times when that's happened, I have picked it out of the trash, washed it off and still eaten it. Now, it's never fallen on anything really gross and if of course if it did, I would not eat it, but um so far I've been lucky and it's just fallen on a crumpled piece of paper or some just something that wasn't gross. So that's how I've used the 5 second rule. But I recently found out about a different five-second rule, and I wanted to tell you about it because I know it will change your life. It is so simple, and I just wanted to make sure that more people knew about it. It has actually been around for a while, and I was so sad because I didn't know about it before. It really fits in with so much of the stuff that we talk about on this podcast. Of course, I heard about it on a different podcast, and... My husband has started to call me the, pod, the podcast queen. And it's not because I am the queen of my podcast, though I totally am, but because I listen to so many different podcasts. And practically every day, I am telling him new things that I learned from some podcast that I listen to. Mel Robbins is a vlogger, a best selling author. Uh, the most booked female speaker in the world. And she is also famous for inventing the five second rule that we're going to talk about today. And she has one of the most watched TEDx talks in the world as well. I looked her up as soon as the podcast I was listening to was over. And I watched her TEDx talk and I bought this book. And I bought one other book that she wrote um that she was also talking about in the podcast and that's another episode later on. I'm going to put a link to her TEDx talk and her book that we're going to talk about today in the show notes um and it is such an easy read. I I usually take a long time reading because I listen to lots of audiobooks, but I to actually sit down and read, I don't do as much and so I actually sat down and read this for this podcast episode and it was pretty easy to get through. Mel Robbins created the five second rule when she was in a difficult period of her life. She was having financial troubles, relationship problems, and she didn't even want to get out of bed. And some of you I'm sure can relate to that, especially not wanting to get out of bed. She would hit the snooze several times before dragging herself out of bed, and she just felt terrible when she did get up and she was late for her day, which made all of those previous troubles even worse. Again, I bet some of you can understand that feeling. One night when she was going to bed, she saw on TV a rocket launching and they were counting down. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. And Mel joked to herself that tomorrow morning, she should just launch herself out of bed like that rocket. But funny thing, the next morning when her alarm went off, she thought about that rocket and she said to herself, five, four, three, two, one, and she launched herself out of bed. She acted so fast that her brain didn't have time to talk her out of it. Remember back in episodes number 12 and 13 about routines and calendaring your events? I said that when it was time to do something new or something that you had put on your calendar, your brain is going to offer you something else to do instead. And you just have to follow through with your original plan. This five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, go, works because it doesn't give your brain time to give you a different alternative. When your alarm goes off, your brain tells you all sorts of things to keep you from exerting too much effort to keep things from changing. It's warm and cozy in the covers. Just hit the snooze one more time. It won't hurt anything. Try getting up on time tomorrow. If you are saying five, four, three, two, one, go. Your brain can't say two things at once. And then you were on your feet, and your brain didn't have a chance to say those things to you. Think about all the things you should be doing. Your homework, exercising more, visiting your grandma, your chores, thanking your friend for helping you the other day. You should be doing those things but you don't feel like doing them right now. You will do them when you feel like it. Guess what? You won't ever feel like doing those things. I don't feel like doing a lot of things either, but I just plan them and I do them. It's like the episode about the calendar. When you plan to do your homework, your chores, visiting grandma, and you put it on your calendar, you just do it at that time. Even when your brain tells you to do something else instead, you just do what is on your calendar, even when you don't feel like it, and you will never feel like it. I love this five second rule because it gives you a new tool to try to make you do the stuff that you don't really want to do. And those things that we are avoiding are the things that will move us toward our goals. You will get better grades, get along with your parents better, get healthier, have a better relationship with yourself, your family, your friends, things will change and get better in your life. If you start honoring yourself and the things that you need to do to make your life work for you. Let's go back to that snooze button. There was some fun research in the book that explains why the snooze button is a problem for a lot of people. When you hit the snooze button every morning, you are caught in a habit loop. Whatever you, Whenever you repeat a behavior a lot, your brain encodes that behavior as a pattern, and then your body and brain expect that behavior. Your brain doesn't like to change your habit loops, so it makes it harder to change. Also, there is a neurological reason not to hit the snooze button. We sleep in cycles that are 90 to 110 minutes that take that long to complete. About two hours before our regular time to wake up, these sleep cycles come to an end and your body starts to prepare to wake up. When your alarm goes off, your body has prepared itself to wake up. If you hit the snooze and drift back to sleep, you force your body back into a 90 to 110 minute cycle. When your snooze goes off 10 to 15 minutes later, and I know some are six or eight minutes, but just stay with me. Part of your brain is still asleep when the snooze goes off, whatever time it is. So it will stay asleep for 75 to 80 more minutes. It can take up to four hours for your brain and body to be working at full capacity after that. That is most of your morning. That is why you don't feel good as you get dressed and get to your classes. Your brain and body aren't on board as they would be if you just five, four, three, two, one got out of bed on time. There is also a concept called activation energy. And some of you that are taking chemistry right now, probably know what I'm talking about. Activation energy is the minimum amount of energy required to start a chemical reaction. Chemists have found that this initial amount of energy is much higher than the amount needed to keep the reaction going. So the initial amount of energy it takes to push yourself out of bed is much higher than the amount of energy you exert once you are up and moving. If you have ever had to get out of bed early, you probably noticed that. At first, you could barely make yourself get up. But when you started moving around and doing things, you were like, oh, this isn't too bad. Here's a challenge for you to start using this rule in your life tomorrow. Set your alarm 30 minutes earlier than usual. When your alarm goes off tomorrow, say five four, three, two, one in your mind or out loud and get up. It's just you, your alarm clock, and the five second rule. If you don't do it, you made a decision not to follow the rule and your life will keep going the way it already is. But when you get up 30 minutes early tomorrow, you will experience activation energy. It will be hard and uncomfortable But that is what it feels like to push yourself. You need we need to push ourselves more often and you will feel so accomplished as you do this over and over every day. Now, Mel Robbins says that she still doesn't feel like getting up and she has been doing this for years. I have also been getting up very early for at least 15 years. I don't even think about not wanting to anymore. My brain doesn't offer me any thoughts about getting up. My brain only offers me a list of what we are going to accomplish that morning when I get up. The other research in the book says that the first two hours after waking up are the most productive time of the day. So I take full advantage of them every day, even most weekends. I spend the morning hours working on my podcast and on my life coaching business. The book gives ways for us to help To use this five-second rule to help control anxiety and fear, to increase productivity, to improve your health, and end procrastination. We all need that, but I will save that for the next time. Please try this five-second rule all week, and I will check in with you next Tuesday for your next assignment. If you can use the five-second rule to get up 30 minutes early, you can use it to do anything. I can't wait to see what you change about your life. Send me a message and let me know how it goes. Talk to you soon.